All right. Okay. Um, ready? Yep. Ready when you are. Does this screen bother you? Like the screen back here bother you, or does it look crazy when when we do the shit? When you edit nah, up, no? it's cool. Okay, that's cool. All right, here we go. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care if he personally kicked Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is gonna be a lot of no, Let's keep this shit funky. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? What's crackalating? Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. This will be episode 34. I'm going to start keeping track because I usually forget. Um, I go by the name of T-Storm and joined by my partner, or as always, DJ Mike Swift. What's up, brother? What's happening, man? Look, uh, I, I had switched some things up just in case they start forgetting. There we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I might. I may have to. Do, I have to definitely do that. I like that. So, so people are like, "Well, which one is T Storm and which one is Mike Smith?" <laughs> right. <laughs> well, for those who are listening, Mike has his logo on the screen behind him. Just so you know exactly who who the hell this is. How's your week, man? Oh man, it was uh, it was rough, but it was good. Very productive. Got a lot done. Uh I'm happy it's, it's Saturday, dude. I am so happy it's Saturday. No, I can dig it. I can dig it. I dig it. Um, look, family dynamic changed in the house. I um, got rid of one adult child. No word. <laughs> one down, one, one down, two to go. <laughs> Wait, I ain't got to help you hide the body in no shit, do I? Nah, 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 not at all, not at all. He left on his own. My, um, my, my middle kid, uh, Tyler, decided he wanted to um venture out and and went out to go uh rent his grandparents home from his mom out in indiana so i uh, i wish him luck i'm like hey go go for it you know what i mean i, I you know you of that age you 20 he'll be 22 coming up get yeah. out there do your thing <laughs> you know i mean that's it it's time you know what i mean like oh yeah i think about like I was officially, I was officially out on my own at like 18, mm-hmm. but technically out at like 17. Same here. So. Same. Yeah. It's. But see, but here's the, now here's the, here's the interesting thing. As, or, and as far as my kids, because your kids aren't, aren't as old yet. They haven't, they're not of no. age to be out the house yet. Um, For my kids. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for for my sons, I I I don't know. I don't want to say I sheltered them. I don't think I sheltered them, but I I gave them opportunity to be kids, to stay kids. You know what I mean? I you know when they when they were teenagers, I didn't press them on getting you know getting jobs and stuff like that. I'm like, as long as you doing what you're supposed to do in the school and everything like that, you ain't gotta go work. Now, when you start costing me money like unnecessarily, then you yeah you need to work. Your ass got- yeah, yeah. Like when my son, we had to start paying for for summer school. All right, dude, you're gonna have to <laughs> you have to pay for that. You're gonna pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Um so any in any who, I I wish you luck. Tyler, if you're listening to this, I wish you luck. I love you. Um uh don't call me for no money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's gonna be good, man. He'll bump his head, you know, he'll figure it out yeah, like yeah. we all did. You get out there, you make some bad choices, and, you know, hopefully you go, I'm not doing that fucking shit again. Right, and, right. you know, you course correct and keep moving. I tell, I like, I, I told one of my other cousins, um, you know, it's like a younger brother to me. I was like, you keep making the same mistakes, make some new ones. <laughs> like, <don't, laughs> you make some new mistakes, dude, because. Hopefully. Hopefully the new mistakes are cuter than the old ones. Are cute. Yeah, just not we're not talking detrimental life changing mistakes. Like, you know, do make some new ones. Like, you know, this shit gotta be played. Uh, Look, don't make no babies, make bad memories. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Don't, don't do that. Um 
Yo, real quick, can we shout out to um some new subscribers, Absolutely. some new commenters? Yes. On the YouTube space. Let's do that. Uh shout out to uh Turbulence who joined us about a day ago. Thanks you thank you for hitting the uh um subscribe button. Thank we you. appreciate it. Yes. Uh one one Mr. Willie McNeil. Uh he joined us and he had some comments about the uh the the does body count matter? Ah. A video where we talked about Michael B. Jordan and, and Lori Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let me say this to you, Mr. Mr. McNeil. You're you were spot on with what you said. What was this comment? He says, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. He said, it seems that you guys are trying to duck the backlash that will come <laughs> if y'all were to keep it real. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, we are. <laughs> oh. He says, uh, He's right through Ms. us. Harvey is, Miss Harvey is behaving like a hooker would behave and fuck that double standard shit. I, brother, I'm glad you said it. Because you know how it is in this, you know, when it comes to this industry and cancel culture and all that. I'm not necessarily concerned, but just a little bit. We just getting off the ground. We don't want to do nothing just yet. Give, give me... Give us a minute. <laughs> Let the bank account go up a little bit. Oh. Before. <laughs> Let there be something to cancel. Yes. Before, you, <laughs> before we get canceled. Yes. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. And then shout out to Capria 30. 30 Capria 30. Uh, cute smile there, lady. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for being a part of the Unpopping community. Yeah. If you like the content, everybody share with your people. Like, subscribe, comment. Uh, and don't forget, once we hit 100, we're giving somebody 100. We are actually very close to that number. So yeah. uh, my guess is in the next few weeks, we'll we'll be announcing uh, the winner at $100 and maybe setting another goal mm-hmm. and blessing you guys with, with some lovely prize for uh, uh, listening to us and joining us. Word. That's what's up. Um, uh, new content that just came out, um, a new song. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack have formed a band called uh, Sonic Silk or Silk Sonic. Um, let, me, let, me, let me make sure I got it right. And they released a video. Now, folks, I'm going to attempt to play a little bit of it. Um, our, our good people at, at YouTube... Um, yeah, they can shut that down. They're gonna if you're watching on YouTube, you will not hear this you at all. You won't hear it. YouTube is going to kill that. If you want to hear the song, if you're watching us and you want to hear it, go on over to our website, unpoppinshow.com, and hit the podcast. The Not the video, but the podcast button, and you'll see all the, all the audio version of what you're watching. Folks, if you're listening to us, if you're already listening to us, um, I'm going to let you hear something that uh, I enjoyed. Um, I'm going to play just a little bit of it. So this is called Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. And the group is called Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Silk Sonic. Okay. That's um, that's cute. That's not working. Let's try this again. <laughs> Let's try this again. There <laughs> it is. It's called Leave the Door Open. Very 80-ish, 70-ish army vibe. Real music. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. Sip, sip. In a robe. Drip, drip. I look too good. Look too good. To be alone. Ooh. My house clean. House clean. <laughs> My pool warm. Just shake. Smooth like a new I, I dig it. We should be dancing. So, it's a ballad, an actual ballad. Do you slow dragon too, you know what I mean? Reminiscent of the days when you used to be in a, a party with the red light on. Grinding up on the wall with a girl you just met that night. Spitting game in the air, trying to see how far you could take it. Somebody, it's a house party. Somebody banging on the door, and it's your mama saying, "Bring your ass home, boy." You know, it's one of them things. It's, it's <laughs> ruining Come, I told you to wash these goddamn dishes. Don't one of those things. Uh, leave the door Listen, open. Yeah, everything you just described. 
usually ended with blue balls. So I did not look <laughs> yes. back at that time favorably. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, man. Yo, 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 yo. Did we, in the reggae parties, we still, yo. <laughs> if you ever been to a party, strictly rockers, reggae and calypso and all that, there's no lights, especially for the house party. There's no lights on. There's no lights. It's like something off in the back, and it's just people all lined up. Well, at least my experience, people just lined up on the wall grinding. Um, and at that at that age, you're right. Blue balls was for everyone, all around. You get the blue balls. You get the blue balls. You get the blue balls. <laughs> and the girls oh, were, and the girls oh. would talk about it afterwards. Like, child, he was trying to get. <laughs> I was gonna give some, but then you know. So and so was Shut looking. Up. No, you weren't. <laughs> <Right. laughs> What's he gonna do that? He wasn't liar. But, uh, uh, so I, I like Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, it, as I was listening to the song, I could I've not heard that song before. That was my first time hearing it. M- musically, I knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, but whatever, I, call it what it is, whatever. But it felt formulaic to me. Well, I, I think it, it didn't in, sound bad, but it felt formulaic. I think it's intentional because he's following up. They're following a format. That's that 80s, you know, late, mid 80s, little reminiscent of some 70s, you know what I'm saying? The instrumentation <laughs> of it. It's following a format. You don't hear that today. Everything is everything is programmed. It's not a whole Work lot of live. <laughs> Four count next, you know what I'm saying? It's not a whole lot of live musicians and all that stuff happening like that. I, you know, I dig it. Um, he got I I I saw a piece of an interview he did with um, Breakfast Club or shout out shout out Charlamagne Tha um, that asked him about you know being accused of um, appropriating black music. Um, we with, talked about that on this show, yeah, and, several episodes, yeah. Ago, I think. And he, but he addressed it. He's like, you know, bottom line, there's not. I, I get it. You know, there's been some. There's been black artists that haven't gotten their just dues, and you know, haven't gotten their flowers and all those things. But which is why he always, you know, pays homage to and speaks up. You know, actually verbally shouts out the cats that came before him. He shouted out, you know, Teddy Riley and the whole New Jack Swing era and all those different things. And he's a brother, folks. He's he's actually black. You know what I'm saying? He's he's actually a, a a black man. His entire band is all brothers, right? Um, I don't see a problem with it. And and what anyway? What he said was, um, he's he's taking it from where from from where it came and taking it to the next level. And hopefully, you know, when there's a new artist, then when he's out, you know, done or whatever, that takes what he did and moves to the next level. He likened it to a basketball player, you know, coming on and taking Michael Jordan what he did and elevated it like um, uh, Kobe Bryant did, you know what I'm saying? Taking it to the next level. So he like, he just uh, said, it's, it's just Twitter. <laughs> Bottom line. That's, it's just Twitter. Thoughts. Mm, see, <laughs> it's, it's funny. We've done the show enough that I can clearly identify the moment I'm about to get in trouble. Like this is that moment, right? I, the next words that come out of my mouth, I'm probably going to regret at some point in the future, but I'm going to say them anyway for just for you, Willie. That's, um, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, do we have tap dance music, or this is non-tap danceable? No, this is. I, 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 I'm not going to tap dance. I'm just going to do it. But Willie shamed me into being honest. Um, <laughs> I I think he is um he suffers from a little bit of a self-inflated personal image mm. to really think that what he has done has taken anything to the next level. Mm. Okay. He, I like what he does. So don't get me don't get don't get me wrong. I like his music. It sounds great. I think it's great moments in time. Mm-hmm. But it's not next level. 20 years from now, nobody's going to be putting on Bruno Mars records uh, the way they put on the Shy Lights or the Temptations. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to put on the record that he uh, mimicked to make his stuff. 
So his stuff is not timeless. He hasn't he hasn't next leveled it. He has he has updated it. Yeah. He's he's repopularized it. Mm-hmm. He's made it sound good. I mean, I think lyrically he's a little questionable, but um, you, you know, not knocking him, but you, you ain't you ain't t- taking nothing to the next level. And 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 also, I think it's a combination of him being light skinned mm-hmm. and and largely derivative in his music. Why people hit him with that um, creation thing? Yeah, I until agree. he develops his own sound. People gonna come at him. People but, gonna come at him because everything he's done, you can point directly to where he took it from. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, art is subjective. Um, I, I, I too, I like his. I, I like what he, what he's, what he's done and what he's doing. Um, has it been next level? I agree. I don't think it's been next level. I think it's been on the level of where he got it from. Um. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just you know. And and for for what it's worth, I think it's necessary to do that as well, because, you know, that style of music, you know, you know, goes away and things happen in cycles. You know what I mean? And so it's popular, then it's not popular. And then somebody else that, you know, I I think um, at some point. um. I don't know. I don't. I guess I, I dig them. I, I I agree. I, I don't think it's it's not necessarily next level, but it is. It's good material, and it's on the level of what you know. What you know, modern modern day of what it would have been back in eighty seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would play his records. Like as a DJ, I w- I would play his records. Oh, yeah. I would put them on. Yeah, and you know, and I play, and, and and he has a dope live show as well. You know what I mean? I got. I've I, never seen him live. Very, very good. Very energetic. Is really and there's a, there's an entire portion of there's a portion of the show carved out where they actually um, go through the genres. They'll go through the eras. They'll take it's one song that they I forget what song it was, and each band member or you know will will take and do a version of that same song in as if it was the seventies and if it was the eighties and if okay. it was the you know what I'm saying that type of thing R and B. I think it's entertaining. He's a good, it's a good live show. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon until he wants to, you know, um, provided he doesn't, you know, have any more cocaine issues. I think he'll be around for a while. Oh, I don't know about these cocaine issues you speak of, sir. Okay. Well, let me see. (laughs) Just going into my Googles and, and look up, um, Bruno, (laughs) There's a there's a joke that's brewing in my head, and I know it's a terrible joke. Not like terrible, you shouldn't tell that joke. Like terrible, it's not funny. Um, and I want to make it work so bad, but it just doesn't work. It's 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 too far, right? It's, you got to take too many steps to get the humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's there, and every time his name comes up, it the, the joke happens in my brain. Are, are you going to share this, or this is just not going to say? It? No, because it sucks. It's, <laughs> it just sucks so bad. Um, back in 2010, September 2010, there was a um a headline: "Brutal Mars Arrested for Cocaine Possession in Las Vegas." Um, that's just the headline. You can figure out what else happened after that. But just listening to his music, what song is it? Um. Is a gorilla? He makes a re- he makes a cocaine reference in that. <laughs> so he already told us. <laughs> he's already said I got hey, a problem. Let's or, be honest. He's in Vegas. If you just stop somebody randomly in Vegas, they gonna have coke on them. I think. The, <laughs> I, I think. I think the hookers come with cocaine. <laughs> That's part, Look, part of the pass package. it out at the airport. It's part of the package. <laughs> Want a good time? How much? Um, well, whatever it is, it comes with a bump of cocaine. It gets <laughs> one of those things. Twenty extra dollars to take the bump off our ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, we're not endorsing cocaine use, uh, and we're not shaming you if you do. But it's not. A... But did we? Oh, we it didn't. Much- we it's questionable whether or not we're endorsing uh, hooker use. The jury's still out on that. Well, hookers and strippers 
Uh, any case, um, did we talk about that professor that uh, end- was endorsing heroin? It's basically like he does. Oh, we didn't talk about that. No, I haven't heard about this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, folks, but this is going to seem like you know we we didn't have it together because we usually have our topics lined up what we're going into. But allow me to detour because this is. This is too damn funny. Um, it's a professor. I mean, I'm googling it. College. I'm not sending my children to college. You say how you spell heron? (laughs) 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 Oh crap! Wasn't even that funny, but it was funny. Okay, so um, Columbia professor uses heroin um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Okay, his name is Carl Hart. He's professor. He's a professor of neuroscience and psych and psychology at Columbia, and he has um, <laughs> he has admitted. That he is a regular heroin user. He's an actual God, a brother. Damn, <laughs> and it's a it's a brother. Yes, I was googling to see. I was like, please don't let it be a brother. Please don't let it, it be a brother. Absolutely Damn. is. I'm looking for a quote. Where's the quote? He, <laughs> he has no problem. Okay, and okay, in his new book, "Drug Use for Grownups." Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear, Hart reveals that he has used and still uses several illegal drugs. Quote, I am an an unapologetic drug user, he writes in the book. I quote, I take drugs as part of my pursuit of happiness and they work. I'm a happier and better person because of them. And if that ain't some dope, Fiend shit. If I've never heard it in my life, I can hear. Um, I, I, I can hear. What, what was uh, what was Sam Jackson's character name? Gator. I can hear Gator saying that shit. All that's missing is the dance. <laughs> okay, first you 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 got to give me share permissions so we can let the viewing audience because based off of that story. You get the mentality that this is a grubby looking dude, right? He's a drug user, straight up hardcore drug user. N- n- no, he, I mean, he is not a grubby looking dude. He seems to clean up well for the cameras, but if he's on heroin, you know, on the daily, he looks like he's on heroin. That's just a nice picture for I mean, today. You can clean up anybody. Collar is freshly starched. You know, he's got a jacket on here. Is a uh, you know a little five o'clock stubble there, but uh, looks like a respectable man, mm. and uh, he's he's happy doing his drugs. And let's the, the irony that he's a professor of neurology that does drugs. That's right, <laughs> brother. You know, at some point he gonna sing the song. You know, I do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Cause I'm a k- 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 crackhead. <laughs> if you ever seen Jungle Finger Fever, you get the reference. What are you looking for? A dollar? Is that all the money you got? Oh my God! Money dollars ain't shit. But I love a sweet Jason. Please go. Boy, didn't I tell you never to set foot in my house again? Where's the money? Why you hiding? Have you lost your natural mind? As well as your soul, yeah. didn't I tell you never to darken my door again? Oh, no, 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 Gators, Gators, leave it. He's got I ain't money. going He's nowhere. Gone. All right. All right. I'll put you out. And uh, that's how his story ends. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, in any case, yeah. So, that's a real dude. <laughs> Columbia professor. It's like, yeah, I use heroin. It makes me happy. It makes me happy. And I'm better for it. Now send your oh, kids Jesus here to school Christ. so I can uh 
He's not going to be at that did job very get, much longer. Right. I was like, did he get fired after he released this book saying that he he loves taking illegal drugs? Um, not, not to my knowledge. I don't haven't seen that updated as of yet, but it's coming before the before the summer hits. I think Columbia be like, hey, you know what? Thanks for the press, but we don't like this kind of press. Gator, thank you for your. I'm gonna call him Gator. Gator, thank you for your contributions. We appreciate you. Um, but take that shit elsewhere, please. That makes me very sad. Hey man, very sad indeed. It, it it really sounds like an addict, though. It really sounds like the the excuses and the things an addict would say when they're not ready to not be addicted anymore, or not, or or to when they're not ready to stop using. I should say. Because once an addict, always an addict is how the you know, uh, yeah, that's how the room say. Yeah, so, yeah, man, it's unfortunate. Oh. And it, <laughs> I was looking for ga- the Gator song. I would do it. You know, I'll do it. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, shifting gears. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about Tiger Woods and his accident. Yeah. And um, and we reported that they were not going to file charges against Tiger, right? Because because they said it was purely an accident, just an accident, you know. And then the LA County Sheriff's Department said, "Psych." <laughs> they have subpoenaed to get the black box from his vehicle. Pause. And they're trying to get him on some reckless driving crap. First of all. What kind of car has a black box like an airplane? That's some next level shit right there. A black box in a car? Yeah. I, 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 that's reserved for like, I thought that was only like in airplanes and, 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 and boats. Clearly. Me too. Until I saw this story. Um, but it, so it's, they said because there were no skid marks, the severity of the, of the crash, there were no other vehicles involved. They feel like it was reckless driving. I mean, that's a that's and, a ticket in itself. Well, I, I, I agree with. Him. I mean, I, okay. There's nothing that gets you out of getting a ticket if you have an accident by yourself in your car. The only thing that would keep you from being ticketed or arrested is if it was something that was completely out of your control. Your your tire bust, the brakes just, the brake line popped, the steering wheel came off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All these things are out of your control. There's nothing you could do, and the car crashes, right? But other than that, if it's operator error, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I don't argue that. How is justice being served? Right. Is this is this a lesson to the rest of us to not drive recklessly? We get it. Is this, you know, a lesson to him to be more careful? Yeah, I think he gets it lined up in his hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Can money and time in the legal system be better spent than trying to get uh, uh, Tiger Woods on a misdemeanor, reckless driving where no one was hurt but him. Um, this is L.A. for God's sake. Yeah. They have way more problems in L.A. than Tiger's misdemeanor this reckless driving. This is true. Um, it could be a money hunt, you know. LA, you know, it's it's we're still in a capitalistic society, even the police departments. And if there's an opportunity to make some money off of it, uh yeah, get him. He's gonna have to go to court, he's gonna have to pay a lawyer, he's gonna have to pay court fees, he's gonna be you know, it's money. You ain't gonna let him slide from that. You're Tiger Woods, you can afford it. That's how it's you know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> you you can afford all them white women, you can afford a ticket. Hey man, <laughs> you know, so yeah, you know, no, I, but should, for the should, record, I'm never going to stop picking at him and white women. I'm never going to stop. 
Well, I ain't got nothing against white women and I ain't got nothing against him with white women. I just think it's funny. <laughs> and, you know, for the record, he's never going to stop picking white women. <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. M- moving on. So I, I just wanted to update everybody on that. I found I found that particularly uh, both funny and frustrating at the same time. It's yeah. like, God damn, hasn't he suffered enough? Hey, get a man a break. And, and L.A. said, no. <laughs> get his ass. Um, <laughs> shout out to Matthew Knowles. When keeping it real yeah. goes wrong. <laughs> Yo. So he was on, he was on a, another podcast. I forget the sister's name. I, 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 wanna, I watched it. I want to shout out. But um, she asked the question, how did he feel about people comparing his daughter, Beyonce, to to Chloe? Um, is, it, is, it, is it Chloe Haley? Yeah, it's Chloe. Chloe, I feel, Chloe, well, Chloe Haley. Yeah. Um. She asked, okay, because people are comparing her, saying that Chloe is like a young Beyonce. Now, for those who you know may not know, Chloe and her sister are, are both signed to Beyonce's um, production company or label or whatever. They're signed to her company as artists. Um, so there was something that Beyonce saw in them to to sign them. But now people, you know, they're, they're allegedly, you know, people are comparing Chloe, saying Chloe is like a young Beyonce, and the sister acts. Uh, Mr. Knows that. And here was his response. Just buckle in. You got to be kidding me, right? You asking me that question? <laughs> yes, I want to know. Are you actually serious that yes. you're comparing that young lady to Beyonce? People say if there was anybody to play a biopic. Okay, you're talking about if someone was doing a movie. Not well, but no, people compare wise. them. People do compare them. Talent-wise? Like, are you telling me talent-wise, somebody is an idiot enough to compare her to Beyonce talent-wise? They say she's literally like a young Beyonce in the making. I'm asking you a yes or no question. Woo. Are you telling me someone's an idiot enough to compare her to Beyonce talent-wise? She's very talented, but Beyonce's that, a Yes idiot. or no? Are there people saying her talent is equal to Beyonce, they are idiots. <laughs> Period. Listen, that, I'm just that, that's, that's actually insulting to Beyonce. It's that, I mean, you know, if you wanted to call out some like Barbara Streisand or you know some people like that, like, come on, man, really? <laughs> Chloe is talented though. She that's why Beyonce. Picked I want to get off this topic. I don't even want to talk about it. Anymore. <laughs> All right, so the so the the young lady who was interviewing is Leah A. Henry. Uh, shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, I think her her podcast is the Lemonade Stand. Um, and and hats off to her for maintaining because I, I watched the video. Uh, hats off to her for maintaining her composure. Yeah. For keeping it together. For for continuing the interview and. Because she, after that, she kind of jumped back in and, and mm-hmm. kept it moving and, and everything. And it, it's a part, it's a short part of a, a much longer interview. It's about an hour long. Yeah, this was, this was towards the, the this was towards the end of the interview though. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the last four or five minutes. Yeah. Uh, God bless her. Go over to her YouTube page, folks. Shout her out. Tip your hat to her. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause he was, he was, he was, he was rude. That was just rude. She. It was a fair question. Um, the girls, the, those girls were signed to Beyonce's label. Right. Um, it, there's nothing wrong. Time in memoriam with artists and, and actors and musicians. People have been compared to, you know, you're the next Will Smith or you're the next, you know, uh, Whitney Houston or whatever. That in and of itself, that is not insulting to anyone. No. Right. Now. Um, I don't think people were saying Chloe right now 
is as good as Beyonce right now. But Beyonce didn't come out the door and come out the gate where she is right now. It took her a long time to develop and get to where she is. And I think all people are saying is Chloe reminds us of a young Beyonce. I think that's fair. Yeah. I I think it's a lot of feels to it because he had, you know, much to do with Beyonce's career from from the beginning um, until, you know, some years ago when she cut him. When she cut him off as her, you know, uh, her manager or whatever, cut it. He still owns. I, I, I believe he still owns the rights to the name Destiny's Child. So then there's mm-hmm. that, um, and um, you know, who knows what kind of terms that they are, they're on right now. We also know that um, he and Beyonce's mom were separated. There was a another child that he had, he had a little side family. You know what I'm saying? He had a side baby on 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 um on Beyonce's mom. Um what's what's her name? Um um oh forgive me Beehive. I forget Beyonce's mom's name. Um I'm looking at her face. Tina. T- uh, Tina. Tina Knowles or, or Tina Beyonce. I think it's actually her surname is Beyonce. Maiden name. There's a whole group of Beyonce's, a whole bunch of Beyonce's. But in any case, um, I think uh, Celestine and it's not Beyonce, it's Beyonce. Okay. B-E-Y-I-N-C-E, accent grave, I think is what that is over the E. It's been a long time since I studied French, so forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I think he's he got in his feelings a whole lot. You know what I mean? Probably, who knows? <laughs> That's, that was unnecessary, though. To say it was an 100. insult, to say it was an insult, and call people were say they were idiots for comparing this young lady to Beyonce, and she doesn't. That's, he's going. He he's. This is not the last that we heard of it. Um, Chloe's sister actually um stood up for her. Um, I saw oh. in a in a article. Hang on, if I can pull it up real quick. I was just looking at it. And see, this is what's funny. Is you are such a damn jokester. I don't know if it's going to actually be a real story or a damn clip from a movie that's funny. So so I didn't want to get my hopes up that it was an actual story. It's like he's punking me again. I didn't have anything lined up for it, but you know I would have did it. But um Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she um Fans quickly defended Chloe. Um, I said Beyonce finna cuss her dad out again, again, and reassure Chloe of her talent. I feel he took the question wrong. Performance and inspiration wise, he can we can definitely see that Chloe takes notes and is developing her artistry. I'm gonna get to what her sister said. Um, here it is. Haley said, "How amazing is it, is it that Chloe is already an icon?" Just popped in to say that I ride for my sister to the end. Okay. Um, Tina Knowles reminded Matthew um, what she said. Get your shit. Get your shit and get out. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? And you and you set me up good because you you gave me actual things and then in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so yeah i think this the, there won't be the it, end of this all of this is on the heels of him announcing that he is he is doing a podcast um he announced he was leaving the music all, industry as well before that and yeah he said two years he's got another two years in the industry he's transitioning out he'll be completely gone in two years and then he's doing a podcast but what, what is he doing in music ready. now? What has he been doing in music now? Since, I mean, I don't know if any other artists, he may have other artists that he's signed and working with. But being Matthew Knowles of Beyonce, of Destiny's Child fame, right? You would think he, you know, would have put up another group. You would think. By now. That made, made me curious. Maybe he's waiting for, uh, maybe he's waiting for his kid to, you know, um, maybe that's his thing. 
Maybe that's his thing. He had that side baby to uh, to raise him up to um be the next. Why is the term side baby so funny? It's, it's a horrible <laughs> it's a horrible term, but it's funny as hell. Um is it conjures a mental image of a kid in a high chair just over there somewhere. Just, <laughs> just disregard it. Never quite in the room with everybody else just nope. over side, there. Side baby. Um yeah, the whole I was side baby. See if I could find if he had a, a roster of artists, and I cannot. I think Matthew Music just got World bored. I think, is his I think he got bored. He got bored. It was <laughs> it was like, yeah, I could do whatever I want, and then had a, a whole nother kid thirty some odd years after the fact on his wife. Word. He was living a young life. Yeah. Like you think about it. When he was young, he didn't have the money and the power and all of that. And then he got older. He blew his, his kids all the way up. So he went and got that money and power and he went and got some side pieces. Yeah. And and Tina wasn't hearing that. No, not at all. She 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 got she kicked him to the curb quick fast. It was there was no <laughs> there was no, oh, we okay. can work this out. She was already done with his shit ten years ago. This was just the oh, and you're gonna do this? Okay, you know what? You know what? Get Half your shit, get your shit, and get out quickly. Uh, half of you watching and listening probably don't care mm. uh, about this rabbit hole I'm about to go down. <laughs> uh, Music World Entertainment is Matthew Knowles' company. Okay. This is his website. Okay. So I just got curious. Like he has other artists. Let's go to his website. See, if he has other artists. Obviously, Destiny's Child, biggest thing he's done. Beyonce, so far. even bigger. He than probably Destiny's needs Child. to update his homepage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolange, uh, Kelly Rowland. What, what? Which there was question. There was questions if that was his child as well. If she was his daughter as well. Oh, that dude, he's dirty dick Willie in it. If there's, if, um, if there's any truth to that or not, we don't know. His other daughter, Solange, uh-huh. who, honestly, I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. She makes good albums. Like, the last, the last two albums, they were good, solid albums. And it was an innovative kind of a sound in it and everything. Yeah. I, was, I was very surprised and, and entertained by it, but... I don't think she gets enough credit. She's dope. I mean, um, no, Solange, just to stay on Solange real quick, she's really dope. I, I, I agree. I don't think she gets the. I don't think she gets the credit. Her album um, was it Tony was super dope. Um, and let's not forget, she got a mean left cross. Ask Jay Z. <laughs> Ask Jay Z's eye. His eye gonna tell the story. <laughs> I right. tell you what happened. <laughs> shout out to eddie murphy right, right um uh uh so let's let's go on down here All right. we got um uh this new artist is banjos in pajamas no i'm sorry uh demola okay banjos in pajamas that is a brother wearing what looks like pajamas holding a banjo or violin of some sort he's a violin i'm just being an asshole yeah i'm um, I, I, yeah continue being an asshole because he, he got he got abs i'm a little tight about that next go ahead <laughs> look he got abs but that nigga ain't breathing in that picture he's like he's like take the picture take the picture take the picture <laughs> this is a man making me uh, making me insecure in my what, one what pack made me share the screen these okay. two these two gentlemen here. Okay. The name of their group is Hose and Haze. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he this, this brother on on the was that would that be my left of the screen? I'm not sure if, if that's the right side or whatever the case. Whatever. With the what looks like a floral or Hawaiian type shirt, mm-hmm. open with mad tats on them. Uh, yes, he has a Decepticon tattoo on the center of his chest. Does he? I wonder if he's yeah, some, that's the Decepticon logo. Okay, I can't really, see, I can't tell from where I'm sitting. Interesting. I wonder where he's from. You know, in, in New York, there was a gang. We had a gang called the Decepticons. 
Real, okay. Real life. Back in back in high school days, it was it was they were pretty well known and terrorizing New York City. Um, and there were all types of branches of them. Everything from they were everywhere, all over the boroughs. Decepticons. In fact, it started yeah. at one of the smartest schools in New York City, Brooklyn Tech. <laughs> because they got there tired are, of being bullied. Anyway. There are some circles of women who call down low brothers Decepticons. Oh, did not know okay. that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Oh, he that's got cool little... in the gang. Okay. That's cool in the gang? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I thought that was one. Of, I thought that was him in the picture with the shades on. <laughs> <laughs> the OJs. Okay. All right. Mike Little, Signature, Mojo. I mean, he's got a roster. I mean, I haven't heard of most of these folks, but yeah. But the OJs ain't Jada. making new music. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool in the gang ain't making Sunshine. new music. Sunshine Anderson's yeah, over Sunshine there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but did he have her before she blew up? I doubt it. From above, Shaka, 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 Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan's over there. Okay. Dion Ferris. I absolutely love Dion Ferris. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her first album was insane. I'm not familiar. Uh, yeah, with he's that. got a rock. He got some folks. Okay. Black. I remember Black. Uh, Black. Brooke for Valentine. When, when, when Brentina. That. Well, rest in peace. Oh, I didn't know yeah, he yeah. had Black. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's got some artists. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. He's leaving the music industry. So there you there you go. Sorry, folks, for that indulgence. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you for riding with us on that one. Be um, on the lookout for Hose and Hayes debut album. <laughs> Don't let the Decepticon logo fool you. Man, I didn't know that was that. Now, now that's a new one on me. I didn't know that. that this, <laughs> Let me call Download Brothers Decepticons. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna steal it now, right? <laughs> I gotta take that. I gotta take that, man. That's funny. Brothers out here transforming. Fucking <laughs> 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 Decepticons out here transforming on your ass. Oh man, that's funny. I it's going to be uh, offensive to somebody, so let me just get in front of it now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why we put the warning label at the start of the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit, it couldn't find out. I guess, I, I guess. Wow, that's funny. Think of the Septicons. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, okay. uh, your 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 boy out there. I, look, I I I'm I'm seriously worried about Tyrese. Oh, what 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 what? I really. What's going? He what? just he put too much of his business out there, man. He's talking too much. Now he's talking about somebody invited him to a vegan sex party. Oh. Like in his DMs, he's like, oh, my DMs are blowing up and all of these people are reaching out to me to get dates and they're inviting me to a vegan sex party. And what am I supposed to do? Run the lettuce. Ha ha ha. You know, and he's just talking. He's just talking, talking, talking like, bro, I'm I'm seriously concerned for him, man. I mean, I think I, all of this shit is a cry for help. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I that that one I'm not that one doesn't hit the you know, warning label for me. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think it was just something funny to say, you know what I mean? I, whether if it's true or not, um, you know, if it, if, if it was actually a joke or he, someone actually did invite him to a vegan sex party, which is, oh, I believe somebody actually did. I believe it happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it happened. What he didn't, I, well, I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't remember if he actually said if he went or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the more curious thing. He's like, I could use some pointers on best ways to use zucchini. Vegan sex party. All right. Um, 21 different ways to use a mushroom. (laughs) If it's a mushroom, you're not gay, right? That's what what it's not. (laughs) If you you poke a mushroom, that doesn't make you gay. 
Yeah, listen, I, you know, I, I think he'll be. I, I think he'll be. I. Right. He's. Um, but everyone has a breaking point, and that's you know. Hopefully, he doesn't get there. Hopefully, he doesn't get Look, there. Look, and and this is what I hope because one of the other things he said, you know, and a little bit more seriousness. I'm putting my red pill hat on right now. Um, another one of the things he said is, you know, I want to get back out there, but I'm not ready to get back out there. I don't. I, I want one one girl or maybe two or maybe 30 laugh out loud. Mm. I look, I, he's not ready. No, he's not ready. Do double down on you. Sit down with your therapist, get your, get your head right. Focus on your next album or your next movie. Go on, on your grind and on your career. And the next one will show up. You don't have to go looking for them. They'll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like here I am. Yeah. So I just yeah, I I just feel like it's going to be one of them situations where he goes out looking to fill that void, gets with a chick who knows how to run game. Mm. She'll run the I love you boo game. He'll buy the ring, and then he'll be right back where he is now in another year, two years, six months, six months. It's microwave time. The chicks ain't. <sighs> Six running game, they ain't got time to hang with you that much longer. They got, they got to get to the next scam. Come on now, come on, <laughs> pay out. When is this? When is this payout happening? All right, we done. All right, cool. Thank you. Next, so yeah, hey, I I'm think, worried about the dude. Just on some on some man shit, like yeah. man shit, looking out for the men type shit. I'm worried about the dude. So, um, I hope he, I hope this chills. Before we get out of here, um, uh. Have you got a chance to watch Coming to America? I have not. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Um, but I'm a little concerned that all the people that's been putting, that's been like complaining about the movie. I watched it. I got to see it a day earlier than, I think as a bunch of people did, a day earlier than they announced it was coming out. on. So on Thursday night, um, I watched it. Enjoyed it. I, I They paid off Every joke from the pre from the original movie, um, the storyline was dope. I think the um, it it dealt with real real. It, it dealt with what what's going on today and how people are thinking today, and it also addressed the eighties, um, the mindset you know on, on certain things. I, again, I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anyone if you haven't seen it. But I think it was a I think it was a I think it was a a a, a good sequel. Very, very rarely do you ever see a, a sequel that's better than the original. Um, Coming to America, the the original was was one was R rated when it came out, so the humor in that one was uh, was a little dirtier. The language was a lot different um, than this one. This is a PG, it's a PG or PG thirteen. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I think the original was a, R. a hard R. Yeah, this one was a thirteen, um, and I think the original got the R because. He he did something like "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," mm-hmm. and it was one other joke that got at the R. So it wasn't like tits and ass everywhere. It was well, just a couple it, of jokes that got him the hard R. Well, well no, but there was there was some tits in it. This one down on purpose so he could get to the PG thirteen. There definitely was some breast in the in the original one. Like you, we in, in the openings, <laughs> the royal penis is clean. The women are in the tub with him, in the pool with him, topless. You know what I mean? That in the new movie. um, you don't see top list. I, I can say that. Um, but again, damn it. <laughs> use your imagination. But the humor is the, the humor. I always do. <laughs> the humor is there. I think it's it's it, it just bugs me out. I, I've been like up and down my timeline. It's been hot or cold. People either like either either loved it or hated it, right? Which is fine. But the complaints about it, like oh, it's, even like, shout out my sister in law. It was like oh, I don't get it. It was they was doing too much. I'm like, what do you mean? What does that even mean? It was too much. <laughs> too much what? I think really what it is is that the people that I, I think it's it's generational. It happens to be the younger folks that didn't see the original when the original came out and don't get the humor. So it's a different, yeah. it's, you know. And and then you have this, you know, everyone's everyone's a everyone's a critic now. So whatever. I. I I, I I appreciate the movie. I'm glad they finally decided to actually do and the story that they came up with. Um, it's cool to see Eddie Murphy on 
on screen again in this character. Um, and I, I watched it again. You know, they lightly discussed doing another. Well, I think he was joking when he said it. he said he has an idea to do a third coming to America, but he has to be 75, not dressed up like a 75. He actually turned 75 years old before they do it. <laughs> so, um, Look, here's, here's what you can say about Hollywood. That's for sure. If it does well, they'll do a sequel. Hollywood loves a franchise. Yeah, but I don't see I don't see Eddie Murphy because I mean initially they said they wasn't going to do they wasn't the plan was to never do a sequel. I've heard I've heard them speak on that in several different interviews where they said no we we decided we we we're, we decided we're not doing a sequel. So thirty years and then were, somebody said well, somebody they, said thirty seven million just for you <laughs> right, and he right. was like okay <laughs> let me call Arsenio right yeah man so uh, you know. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, people, if you see them, when you see the movie, judge for yourselves. Let us know in the comments um, how do you feel about coming to America. Um, I watched it. We, uh, my wife and I watched the original film um, before because I, I watched this. I watched the sequel and then I watched the original film and then we watched the the sequel again. And it line. I think it lines up story wise. It's it's a certain format to it and it kind of goes you know. But it's I won't say it's the same movie. But it's it's not worse than the first one, it's right? Not, I mean, it's not look, a bad look, movie at this all. This is not Citizen Kane, right? <laughs> this is it's an hour and a half of your life where you're supposed to laugh, enjoy the characters, mm-hmm. you know, have a moment of nostalgia, and then move on about your life. It's not it's not world changing and life altering. It's comedy, right? So. There, there are, you either laugh, haha, or you don't laugh, haha, and that's kind of how it works. I think there they were multiple moments. I, I I laughed out loud in my living room watching Tracy Morgan and and Leslie Jones and Arsenio back and forth with Tracy Morgan and you know certain things, and then Eddie Murphy and and Wesley Snipes. Oh my God, he's people forget that brother is um. As talented as he is, man, he go every from from action star to comedy to martial arts to like to drama. Like he's a he kill he nails it. The the character he plays, he, uh, Izzy. I'm General I'm a huge Izzy. fan. Um, so a couple of things because you said a lot and it made me think about a lot. We'll start with coming to America. So I read a, an article where they did an interview with Eddie and Arsenio and they said the studio forced them to put a white person in a movie. Yes. And that's how Louis Anderson got into the movie. Right. And, and, and he's the only the, white the dude studio in there. Was like, he's the only white dude in the cast. And he's the only white dude on that cast. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they felt some kind of way about it. And, and I, I read that and I was like, huh, sounds like the studio was, kind of a little bit ahead of the times, you know, forcing equality. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how, how do you get mad at that? You well, know, I think, I, that, I don't know. I think that perspective was obviously this movie can't do well without a Caucasian person in it is what is, is where they was coming from. His role was so damn minor. Right. I think that was intentional. I think he was like in two scenes. I think that was intentional. Yeah, they wrote him in. And he was cool. It was the only white dude that they were comfortable with, that Eddie and, and, you know, they was cool with. Like, we know, we know, you know, we know him. We'll bring him in. Come on, man. And he he jumped in and he brought him back for the sequel. They got one other white person in the movie. (laughs) There's one other white person in the movie. And he has a one scene. It, It is, like, I get it, right? If you're trying to do up at that point in time, there were movies and a ton of them that had no black people in the cast at all. Here we are trying to do an all black cast movie and you force us to put a white person in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not cool. This is us. I, I get all of that. Um, but that is a standard trick used in Hollywood where they 
they shoehorn in someone. So if it's a an all-white cast movie, they'll do a cameo by Eddie Murphy, and he's in there for five seconds, and then all of the trailers and all of the material promoted to the black community has Eddie Murphy on everything, mm-hmm. and then you go see the movie, and he was only in there for two seconds, right? Right. It's, it's a trick to broaden the audience to get more people in for ticket sales. They don't give a shit if you actually like connect with it and enjoy once they got your ticket, once they got that money for the ticket. Right. So I get it, but it's Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I enjoyed it. When you see it, let me know what you think about it. I'm sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch sure. it tonight. It's so I'm, I'm going to watch that. And you said Tracy Anderson. I'm going to come back to Tracy Anderson. The, the other thing, and and I, now that I'm about to say this, I realize I sound like a fucking crazed fan. Um, there was a Patrice O'Neill documentary, uh, Killing is Easy. Mm. And it came out, and I missed it coming out um, and was on YouTube and was like, fuck, people are talking about it. I was like, fuck, I missed it. So I'm, I'm going to go back and watch that and um, uh, coming to America this weekend. So I'll probably put put one of them on tonight and then one of them on tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm excited to see the Patrice documentary. Uh, some folks who watched it, uh, I've watched some videos with Jim Norton and uh, Anthony Cumia and so, some other people talking about it. And they were like, it's sad, but funny. You know, at the same time. And yeah, so it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, and then Tracy Morgan. I was I watched a video this morning uh, with Burt Kreischer. He he did a, an interview with Vlad, mm-hmm. DJ Vlad. Yeah. Uh, Vlad TV. And he talked about, it was a story that his, I think he said his first night in, in, in New York from Boston, uh, he wound up. Well, it wasn't his first night. It was early, but he wound up hanging out with Tracy Morgan and some other folks. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to butcher the story. I'll tell you offline, T, because I, you know, I don't like telling other comedian stuff and, you know, yeah. but I'll link to it below. It's a goddamn hilarious story about Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and it's 100%. When you hear the story, you're like, yeah, I believe that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But uh, the link is in below for everybody watching on YouTube. Right. Uh, if you're listening, hop over to the YouTube channel, click and check it out. It's a great story. It's, it's worth your 13 minutes and 30 seconds to listen to it. Um, We got more coming up, but in the after show, um, we appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. If you're not a subscriber already, please, please, please do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Hit the subscribe notification. Hit the bell. Like. Comment share and um we appreciate you watching listening make sure you follow us on all socials at unpopping show that's twitter instagram facebook and of course our website unpoppingshow.com um and now before we break i'll leave you with this um i came across a, a, a record that i had never heard before um and uh, is of an artist by the name of Snow um, Allegra. And she had a record called Whoa. And the video I saw was starring Michael B. Jordan. And it was a dope, the, the, the original record is a dope R&B, live, sounds like live musicians and everything. But the song is called Whoa. And so my brain, like it's been out, I didn't realize the song had been out for almost a year. There's a remix um, with... Um, Pharrell on it he just changed the second verse on it it's the same music and and that's dope too but I came up with a concept and was like you know what let me the DJ and me won't let this not happen and so I uh did this hang on and I play a, a portion of it why is everything every time I hit play on something on my phone it gives me issue <laughs> See this one I might not get in trouble for. Give it up to T Storm. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna get in trouble. <laughs>
Shout out to Black Rob. I did this in my living room in a couple of hours. If you want it, I'm not selling it. I'll put the link up for it so you can download it for free. If you're a DJ, play it. Play that shit. I think it's dope. If you like it, play it. Um... And uh, we'll see what happens with that. All right. Um, again, we appreciate sure. you. Appreciate y'all watching. Appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. After show coming up. <laughs> <laughs>